Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for joining me for a new video today. I am joined by Brennan, and he is a fellow YouTuber that talks about print on demand. What's up, Brennan? What's up, Ryan? Thank you for having me today. Yeah, thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk Etsy. So you're a specialist on Etsy. Me and Etsy have a uh, longstanding beef since they uh, terminated me. I always like to say for no reason. I mean, sure, I had a couple strikes against my account that maybe were legitimate, but a bunch that weren't. (laughs) And I was not able to get my account back. Uh, but hey, man, thank you for being here again. And just right off the bat, like, how's your Etsy shop doing so far this fourth quarter? Doing awesome. Honestly, it's been the craziest thing. I started, So I started our shop almost a year and a half ago now. And it's completely replaced my full-time job, which has been absolutely insane to think. Um, that something, not knowing anything about something, and then being able to apply it, learn it. A lot of my content, or a lot of the stuff I've learned has come from your channel. So I appreciate everything you've taught. Um, and then just being able to take something and make money online has absolutely blown my mind. But so overall, it's been doing awesome. Dude, that's a great story. And I know that's going to get a lot of people excited. Um, by the way, like I said, you're on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to plug Brennan's channel at the top of the description. So show him some love. And, uh, you know, he's going to help you grow your Etsy shop. Um, so let me ask, like, are you doing just print on demand on Etsy? Yep. So I'm only doing print on demand integrated with Printful. Uh, highly recommend Printful if you're not familiar with them. They're just a print provider that will print and ship everything for you. So it's completely hands off. Um, little backstory with that too is our whole reason for starting to sell online was because we, year and a half ago, we bought a one-way ticket to move to Southeast Asia. Um, and we wanted to be able to have a job that would allow us to work remotely. So that was the whole reason to kind of look into doing print on demand and selling online. Um, and it was a matter of just like looking any odd end job that you could do if it was uh, whatever way we could make some type of money online and uh, ended up being print on demand. And now we have the opportunity to work anywhere that we want because of the, the awesome opportunity with print on demand. So, dude, that's awesome. And you just kind of piqued my interest. Do you mind me asking, like, um, what country are you in? So, right now we're in the United States just due to borders being closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're moving to Bali here in January now that things are opening up and we're going to work fully remote because of the opportunity of selling on Etsy. So dude, that's sick, man. That you just inspired me. I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm all about the remote work, but I'm still kind of like, I did a lot of traveling this year. And, uh, I feel like when I had my nine to five job, it was just always that crutch. You know, I always had an excuse why, like maybe, you know, I'd go on one trip, but not the other one. So, um, you're going for it, man. That's, that's inspirational. Thank you. Yeah. That's exciting. It's crazy. You're able to, for someone who has little background in e-commerce, who has no idea how to sell online, you can learn anything online right now and you can start making money within a day or two as long as you're applying and learning, improving and implementing. So it's a it's a wild world, the, the, the era that we live in these days. It really is. And like, it may feel, it's funny, like people who know enough to know that there's some saturation and some competition wherever you look. But it's like, if you know enough to think about that, like there's people out there that have no clue about selling on Etsy, you know what I mean? Or have no clue about selling anything online, you know? And it's like, you're still in a minority that can exploit this edge. Meaning I don't mean it in like an exploitative way. I just mean like, you know, you have some knowledge that you can leverage start an online business. And it's like, just keep the right mindset. I always like to remind people that, you know, if you're not successful immediately, 
who cares? Like give yourself a 10 year window. Like in 10 years, you're going to be making all, more money on the side than you would have if you didn't start. Right. And hopefully that it can grow into something significant. Um, I just love the, like where this can, can go, you know, we, nobody knows where it's going to go, but, um, yeah. And I was going to mention too, it reminded me, uh, I've done some interviews with not, not that I think I shared on my YouTube channel, but like, I've done some, I've talked to some people that have sold like physical products, you know, like print on demand is very accessible, but I've talked to some people that established their own supply chains or kind of leveraged other people's supply chains. And they lived like overseas in Asia and sold like jewelry, for instance, and they became top 100 Etsy sellers. Uh, is that anything that you might be open to if you came across the the right like people? <laughs> Definitely. I think that's the, that's the goal for everyone. Anyone that can learn something and then scale it to be making more money than they're making in their previous job or whatever it is, is the ultimate goal. And if we could take something that would allow us to do that, um, which right now Etsy's the hope because it's headed in the right direction. Then mm -hmm. uh, it's just a matter of rinsing and repeating and continue to work on it and being consistent in order to really take it to the next level. But um, definitely open to something in that regards. Dude, I love that, man. Like just that iterative process, get better each time, um, keep that right perspective. And yeah, as much as it pains me to say, it's like, I remember Etsy kicked me off and I was like, I'm going to short their stock. And then Etsy got included in the S&P 500 and it's just been on a rocket ship now to the moon. Um, and yeah, fortunately I never did, but that would have just owned me. I would have owned myself. So fortunately didn't do that. Um, but Hey, I wanted to ask you, we were talking off camera about your approach to Etsy because you mentioned that this, your journey uh, has really seen an upswing um, recently since you kind of tweaked your approach to SEO. So what can you tell us about like Etsy um, optimizing for Etsy search? Definitely. So I think a lot of um, confusion happens where people get concerned on what what SEO tool to use, whether it be E-Rank or Marmalade, which they all are great tools. And I think they have a lot of um, benefiting, benefit, uh, benefiting factors to them. But um, for me, I think the biggest thing that has helped me is just going straight to the source, right on Etsy.com, right on the marketplace and doing my trend research and my SEO research right there. Um, you're able to see what ranks on the first few pages. Yes. Backing up to one of my most favorite things about Etsy is it's so clear what people are doing and why they're having success. You're able to go straight to the shop, see what they're selling, how it's selling, um, what type of keywords they're using. And you're never going to copy any other seller. I, that's my biggest thing. You got to respect all sellers, but you're able to see what it is that they're doing and what they're having success with. And you could possibly implement into your own store. Um, so for me, my biggest SEO um, like tactic that I do is going straight to the source, searching whatever niche I'm in, whatever design I'm designing for, and then um, looking at the listings that rank on the first few pages and then clicking through them, getting an idea of keywords that they're ranking for, and then incorporating them, them into my title and into my tags, obviously creating your own title and um, creating your own tags. But if you use keywords that are ranking already, you're going to your listing will have to rank because it will be recognized by the algorithm. So um, that's my that's my biggest thing. Just go straight to the source, do your keyword research right on Etsy, and you'll see success. And I can say that because that's what's happened within our own store. Because previous to that, nice. we were using E-Rank and Marmalade, and it, we were getting some traffic, but it wasn't anything exponential. Got it. Yeah. So it's kind of like eliminate the guesswork, and it makes it makes logical sense that like the Etsy engineers are putting the stuff that's more likely to generate interest based on previous like customer interaction in front of us. 
you know, so, you know, leverage that. And I was going to ask, like, do you use all of the, do do you write long Etsy titles? Like, do you utilize the majority of what they allow to put in the title? Definitely. Yeah. So we'll use all characters allowed for the title. And with that too, making sure you're using long tail keywords. So things that you can rank better for, especially when you're starting out, uh, you're such a small fish in the sea that you got to use longer keywords that you can actually rank for. Um, and very specific to whatever design it is. And then um, same with tags is using longer tail keywords so that you can rank for them. Because it's when you're starting out, it's so hard to to, um, to be able to rank with these general keywords. But um, I guess another thought too on SEO is you don't need to overcomplicate it. I think it sounds like a scary term, but just all you need to do is think like a buyer and just connect the buyer with what your design is by using a keyword to bring them together and your listing um, will more than likely show up. So, No, I like that advice. I, I remember when I was just getting started, you know, and I probably had a long ramp up before I really started taking action with my e-commerce journey. We're taking it, you know, serious um, where I was just listening to podcasts and uh, it's always great to like acquire knowledge, but you're in, there's like a danger to listening to too many things and deciding like, it's oh, it's not for me. There's too much going on or like getting in your head about, like, yeah, like I'll never understand SEO. What does that acronym even mean? Right. It's like, you know, you can psych yourself out. Like I remember thinking that there was like some hidden keyword puzzle on Amazon that needed to be solved. And it's like literally just put in the reps and you start to understand how the algorithm works. And, you know, the algorithm is written pretty intelligently too. So, um, just just keep experimenting, I would say. And it's interesting how each, each platform has its own kind of algorithm that you get a feel for over time are you do you have any plans to expand off of etsy to maybe amazon or anywhere else definitely yeah i've, I've been very curious about merch merch by amazon um and even considering opening my own site so i have more control of it because you hear horror stories on etsy um but right now the opportunity is so good on etsy that i don't want to miss out on that and there's there's so much opportunity for someone just starting out today you can make money so it's but yeah long-term game is to diversify and sell on different platforms for sure. Yeah, I like that as a hedge. And um, I agree 100%. I had an interview with, um, ah, what is his name? I forget. Um, one sec. I had it all right, with Spencer on my channel probably a little over a month ago. And he was already like a top Etsy seller selling jewelry. And he started with print on demand. And he sent me a picture of him. I mean, you know, he's, 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 uh, he's up there with his Etsy knowledge and experience. And he's also got an edge on pricing because he, purchase some of the machines to print his stuff. But anybody watching this that remembers that interview, like he sent me a screenshot three weeks into October and he's already done $30,000 in sales on his new Etsy shop. No way. It's absurd. Yeah. It's absurd. He's the opportunities there for sure. Yeah. Um, and he's mainly doing like the generic stuff. Like he's not doing like crazy niche research. He's just kind of like cracking what to me, what I think of Etsy, I think of a lot of like bachelorette party t-shirts for the whole group you know he just like enters that niche and just instantly ranks his stuff you know all right but with uh, that nice too to i think him. that's the best place to make money rather than doing one-offs like individual um orders is to do like family shirts especially with the holidays coming up doing like group family shirts because your order count will go from one to seven or eight depending on how big the family is so like bachelorette parties is huge you can so much money with that mm-hmm. just doing um designing for like an entire group rather than just one person is like a huge hidden gem within Etsy. Yeah, dude, I, I agree. And it like Etsy is the place to execute it. Cause I'm, I'm going to do a video later this week with my girlfriend. We're just going to review like Halloween group costume shirts 
yep. and uh, couples costume shirts. And it's like when you're watching it on Amazon, it's like I'm like kicking myself for not doing more of this. But at the same time, Amazon merch, you know, you can't bundle listings. So Etsy, you can or Amazon Seller Central, you can. So it's kind of like be smart about the platform you're on. Like, you know, Etsy yep. is a great opportunity to do that. So 100%. Um, yeah, man. So any other like quick, uh, quick hitter tips that you want to share with, uh, with my audience about like selling on Etsy and like plug any of your content that you've done maybe recently on your channel that they may find interesting. Sure. I guess one last SEO tip is just using the stats and the data that Etsy gives you. You can click on the tab stats and you'll see what keywords you're ranking for, what listings are performing based on keywords, how people are finding your shop. So don't ignore the data that Etsy gives you because there's so much valuable information in there. I can't tell you how many times I've gone back to the stats use those keywords in future listings in the similar niche and then started ranking well for it and I'm getting sales because of it. So uh, that'd be my last tip there. And then other thing is just check out my channel. The reason for doing my channel was because I had a hard time finding all the content I needed in one place for Etsy. And I had to like bounce around to all different places, spend a bunch of time doing that. So the idea of my channel is just to have everything you need to know right on my channel from beginning to end to get your shop open and to start making daily sales on Etsy. All right, man. I love it. And uh, I do really agree with that. Um, just checking the data, looking at what's working, and then maybe doubling or tripling down on what's working. You've already gotten edge because you're seeing that Etsy serves you up the data of like how you're generating interest on that listing. And um, I always say like occupy more online real estate, double your listings from one to two, you know, and it's like increase your, your, uh, your sales. Uh, I was going to ask you too, before I forgot, you said you like Printful. Um, I'm sure at least somebody else is wondering like, any tips on what products sell best through Printful? So for us personally, we're selling the Bella Canvas 3001 and then the Gildan 18,000 and the Gildan 18500. Those have their hottest sellers. I know people have a lot of success with the Gildan shirts, the 64,000s, but uh, for me, quality is more important than as the price point. And I've had more uh, happy customers with the Bella Canvas than the Gildan. So um, but those are the three top things. And also with that, don't limit yourself to what you sell. I think it's just a matter of experimenting, experiment with mugs, experiment with hats, see what works for you. But within our experimentation, uh, the sweaters and the t-shirts have done the best for us. So we just, like you mentioned before, doubled down on it and ran with it. Yeah, man, that's great. That's great advice. And, uh, you know, if it's working on a, on a shirt <laughs> really well, like, Hey, why not throw it up on a coffee mug? You know, it's right. the worst that could happen. Cool. Uh, Brennan, thanks for being here, man. I uh, really appreciate you sharing the tips about how to succeed on Etsy with my audience. Uh, I wish you the best this fourth quarter with your Etsy shop. And I'm going to say, hey, get up, get up on Amazon as quickly as possible and try to carve out some sales for yourself. Definitely. Right on, Ryan. Appreciate the time and for having this opportunity. Mm -hmm.